Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Today is Season 4, Episode 10. And it's going to be Motivation Monday, something that I haven't done in a little while. And the episode is going to be about the top 5%. Now, before I get into it, I just want to say I've been playing with the audio, so this one should be a lot better. But let's jump right into the episode. So with the top 5%, what I'm really getting at is the elite performers, how to be a top 5% working person. So in order to be that 5%, it's a pretty easy to understand. You have to be better than 95%. So you have to be do- willing to do what 95% of people won't do. So today we're going to be going through a list that I came up with and what I believe is the top 5% of workers, and I've gotten from other sources as well throughout the years. It was many books, articles, and stuff like that, but no need to cite anything because it's just knowledge that I have in my brain, and I'm not necessarily going word for word. It's from what I understand was the list. So getting right into it, first thing that the top 5% performers do is get up early. That was in a podcast that I went over last week, which was the 5 a.m. club. So getting up early, your brain is just able to function way better when people aren't awake and you don't have any distractions. And making the most out of that early morning is going to go a long way. Another thing is that the top 5% read a lot, like a bunch. And something that I highly recommend is Blinkist. It summarizes a lot of books really well because I've read entire books and then I've listened to the summary and uh, from Blinkist and it ended up being more that I took away from the Blinkist that was 20 minutes than the actual book that I read that was 300 pages. So I do think that you need to read books, physical copies as well, or Kindle, whatever electronic versions of books, because it helps and you develop more skills with that. But also if you're looking and your excuses, you don't have the time to read, whatever it may be, Blinkist is going to be a huge help to you. It's a relatively new company. Like I said, they just summarize books within 20 minutes or less. Most are like 12 minutes, if that. So another thing is they spend 15 to 30 minutes each day focused thinking. So they just sit in 15 to 20 minutes just thinking. A way that I do this personally is meditation. It just helps me, well, concentrate on just nothing. And I think that goes a long way because our brains can be working so quick and worried about an exam or worried about a project or worried about something at work. I got a presentation to give, whatever it is. But what it really comes down to is that meditation really helps me in the morning get my collect my process of thinking and not overcomplicate things and not overstress and have be anxious about the day and whatever it may be. Another thing is that the top 5% makes exercising a priority. And now a lot of these things people can make excuses for. But at the end of the day, 5%. 
you have to be do, willing to do what 95% of people won't do. And that's not necessarily working out. It's just collectively all together, all these things are going to be in that top 5%. And working out also is scientifically proven to, especially in the morning, to help your brain create serotonin. Maybe I forget the exact chemical. I think it's serotonin in your brain that actually amplifies your thinking and helps you think better. Another thing is that they spend time with people that inspire them. So they surround themselves with people that are inspiring, pushing them further. And it's funny, I just heard Snoop Dogg say something that I really liked. So he's like, I'm up here, right? And my friends are down, uh, a friend of mine in the past was down here. You got to close this gap and you got to meet with me because or else I have to close a gap and come down to your level. So like, going with people that are on your level or higher than your level, and then you trying to close that gap to be at the same level is going to be very important. And just surrounding yourself with like-minded people and the top five elite performers as well is going to go a long way. Another thing is that they pursue their own goals. I have a, I made a short-term and a long-term goals list that I try, I'm not going to lie, I don't read it every morning, but I try to read at least a couple times in the week just to remember what my goals are and try to stay along with that path and having pretty good tunnel vision at the end of the day. So I think setting goals and looking at them and reading them to establish in your brain constantly is very important because you want to be on that path. And it's completely fine if your goal changes and you pivot a little bit. I don't want to do that goal anymore. I want to pivot to this way because I went towards that goal and I realized it's something that I don't want to do. So pivoting goals is 100% fine, but making your own personal goals goes a long way. And I know a lot of people don't necessarily write their goals of the year or maybe they do in New Year's and then just never read them or think about them again. But again, in order to be in that top 5%, you have to be willing to do what 95% people aren't willing to do. Another thing is that they get enough sleep. And it's kind of funny because everything that I'm listing off has been a previous podcast that goes in depth. And I did the power of sleep, which was a couple episodes ago and how important it is for you to get enough sleep seven to eight hours a night. If you're within the age group of 35 and under, and then as you get a little bit older, it actually turns out you need just a tad bit more sleep. But other than that, within it, it doesn't change too much. The minimum you should get is seven hours you should aim for eight though, because personally, at least for me and Elon Musk actually sleeps for six hours and it was on the Joe, uh, Joe Rogan podcast. And even Joe Rogan was like, I'm actually kind of surprised you get that much sleep. And he's like, yeah, anything less than that, my brain doesn't work properly. So in that unique circumstance, sure, Elon has a lot to do and everything like that. So six hours is good for him, but that's a very unique circumstance. So we're focusing on being on seven and eight hours of sleep, which is crucial to one's process think of thinking and being able to give your body what it needs in order to grow fruitfully and think fully and everything in that perspective. And there was, I believe I said it in the 5am podcast, 5am club podcast last episode, but I'm going to say it again in order for soil. So you know how there's farmers crops, right? There is cropping season, but after cropping season, they have to turn the soil and let the soil sit and take a break. And that's what sleeping really is, because if you don't get that sleep, then you are really not letting your brain get the nutrients it needs and just by sleeping and powering down. 
because you need to have energy in the morning. You need to have that power to go and get after it. And another thing is that they have multiple incomes. That was something that I came up with. It's multiple revenue streams to be making multiple things of money. If it's a side hustle, a main job, the top 5% performers work on many things and have multiple streams of income, which I find interesting, whether it be the stock market, your job, a side hustle. There's many different things that you can have different revenues coming into your personal bank, so to say. So that was another thing that was in the top 5%. Another thing, lastly, is they avoid time wasters. Time wasters, and it's something that I've been actually getting a lot better with because my screen time, I believe, two years ago and the year before was like up at like seven or eight hours a day. I'm like, how do I do that? And now it's down to like three hours on average. And even then, I I really try not to look at my phone that much, and it's just a time waster. Yeah, you need to get back to family, text in the group chat, you need to talk to whoever, friends, whatever, you don't want to be completely disconnected. But at the same time, social media is a lot of time where a lot of people spend. And I think it's one thing to go on social media with a direct tunnel vision of what you need to do. I need to make a post and get off of it. Or I need to make a post for my company, my business and get off of it. I need to make a post for my podcast page or whatever it is that you want to do and then get off. Because Social media, what it really comes down to is looking at other people's lives. And something that I want to jump into going a little bit off topic is everyone's life seems so great. And I'll say that personally, even that like I, if I go on social media, it's just like, wow, someone's in Mexico or Florida or going to the bars or having fun and everyone posts them having a good time. And hardly ever the hard times are what's really behind the curtain. So I really think social media is just an amplified, over-exaggerated person that is posting what they are. And I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm saying it, but also that I, I, I do the same thing. When I was in California, I was making posts on my Instagram that I was in California and stuff like this. And then I reflected and I thought about it and I'm like, I'm doing what everyone else is doing on this. And it's like showing accomplishments and stuff like that. Because like behind the curtains, I have a ton of failures and I've failed a lot. I failed fast and I've learned fast and I've tried to go back at it. And it's just having that determination, which I'm going to pivot after I talked about social media a little bit into what's called a one, three, five list. And this is something relatively new, but it's the same similar stuff that I've kind of talked about, but I want to re-talk about. And it's a list, which is the one, three, five list, which is getting the most important things done first. So it's prioritizing. And I've said this in other podcasts, but hear me out. When you prioritize things that need to be done first or and then knowing things that don't need to be done this is second, but it'd be nice to eventually get to. It's just having a list, a to-do list, and then ranking them from priority to the prioritize the most important thing to the very bottom thing. It, it goes a long way, and I was able to really deal with a stressful week. I had two midterm exams. I had my company financials due, which was like 30 Excel tabs, which was just insane with a bunch of numbers and stuff. 
And I had so much to do within this time frame. I had an interview with a company. I had so much going on and I was able to prioritize and it helped with stress as well. And that's why I think I, I really am. I don't really think, I believe that I am a top five performer and I'm willing to do what people won't do. And this is going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast episode, but I just wanted to reestablish what's important. And it's completely fine if you want to be a part of a 95%. I am willing to be a part of the 5%, but there's, I will say there is sacrifice that you make being a part of that 5%. You're not as socially active. You're not going to parties, bars. You're working your butt off from the morning till when you go hit the hay at night. And that's what, but the thing is, and that's why I always talk about why it's so important to be passionate about what you do, because I wouldn't be able to do this if I hated what I do. I love working on my company. I love the classes I'm in, which is why I chose my major. I love everything I'm doing with the podcast. I'm motivated every morning I wake up. And that's what gives me fuel is because I have this big passion for it and this motivation to just get up and get at it. I'm literally so excited every day I wake up and you have to work your butt off in order to be in that top 5%. Now, I will say what I've learned the hard way is you do need to go out and have fun and be social and stuff like that. But at the same time, if you want to be part of that top 5%, you're going to have to cut their social life way, way, way down. And honestly, I felt like, I mean, I've lost a, a lot of good friendships and we're still friends to this day, but I, I don't hang out with them anymore. I'm not as close as I was to them. But the thing is, like Snoop Dogg said, was I'm up here and they're down here and you, they got to close that gap or because I'm not coming back down. They got to close that gap that's in between us. And that's why I end up surrounding myself with people that are like-minded and work hard. But really what inevitably happens is I just work my butt off. I don't really hang out with that much people. I hang out with my my two roommates, my girlfriend. That's about it. So, And I go to my fraternity every now and then, but I'm just so busy that I'm not able to. And that's a sacrifice that I make. And that's what I'm willing to do in order to be in that top 5%. And... Again, like I said, 95%, it is completely fine to be within that 95%. If you're happy, I truly believe you should do whatever makes you happy. So if you don't want to work as hard, but just know there is so much sacrifice to go into the top 5% that a lot of people aren't necessarily willing to make. So if you want to, because being in the top 5% doesn't, it does sort of mean, but it doesn't always necessarily mean that you're going to make a, a lot of money. And that's, but that's not what I'm in for it for. I'm not, I'm, I'm not begging for money. I'm not grinding for the money. I'm grinding because of my passion, because I know I only got one life. I only got one shot. So I'm going to make the most of it and other people can make the most of whatever they want. And that's what it's so amazing about being human for the most part in America, at least you can do whatever you want. You can you can go after a business, you can work for a company, you can, if you love mopping floors and that's your passion and you make not as much as money as Joe or Bob, who cares? You're passionate, you love what you do. That's living life. What I will not do is work for a company where I hate it, nine to five, I hate the job and then I come home and then that's my life. 
That's 80% of your life working basically. And you got to be passionate about what you do. And that's, what's really going to tailor into that top 5%. Because if you're passionate, you're, but versus if you're not passionate, you're not going to have enough fuel to go through with all these things that you want to do. If you're not passionate about it, you need passion in order to have this fruitful life of not riches, rich in love is what I'm talking about. Rich in knowledge, rich in happiness. That's what richness is, what I'm at least trying to really go after because money is not, I, I've said it time and time again, you can go after money your entire life and then on your deathbed, are you going to be wishing that you went through things that you were passionate about or are you going to be wishing you made more money? And it could be both necessarily, but at the same token, you want to be able to be passionate about what you do. And in order to be a part of that top 5%, you got to put in that work, what people aren't willing to do. Get up at 5 a.m., work all day, not be on social media, not be on your phone as much, not play video games, not go out to the bars. You, there's a lot of sacrifice, like I've been saying. So that's going to be wrapping it up for the top 5% on Motivation Monday. I know I'm hoping at least this is speaking volumes to someone. And also, as well as I hope the audio is better, I'm going to be playing with it a decent amount. So I'm really going to try to tailor down this audio because I know the beginning was loud and then it kind of got quiet in the middle when I started talking and then it got really loud again at the end. So I'm going to be working on that. But I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Please leave a review. It really, really, really means the world to me. And if you ever get a chance on social media, post screenshot and just put on your story like I'm just listening to an episode and then tag me or whatever and then go to my bio and listen to it because my goal is to really get people to listen to this podcast episode because I think I have a lot of knowledge and I just have this passion for helping people so if you could help me that would be greatly appreciated but with that being said we're going to be queuing the outro This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.